What's up? Welcome to the living room. I am so excited you're here. This is your host, Nate, and I am really excited you you are listening and joining us today. You are listening to a TLR Rewind, and what that is is that TLR, we have this podcast, but we also have an in-person version of this podcast where we talk about the same topics that you hear on this podcast, but we also eat food together, we hang out, we play games. Like It is a blast to take the elements of this podcast and do it together in person. And so what you're going to hear on this episode is the recording of the presentation giving at a TLR. And so we hope you enjoy it. We hope you, this inspires you to have these conversations with your friends. And even more importantly, maybe join us in person sometime. Or if you missed uh, the in-person event, we would love for you to listen to this and hear what we talked about. Either way, we are so glad you're checking out TLR. Hope you enjoy. Stay awesome. I just want to so I asked on Instagram, what is true love? And every single person that responded gave me a different answer. And, they, and the answers range. There are some common themes. But some people said it's indescribable. Some people said it didn't exist. Some people gave me their definition. And it's, and it's very interesting to me that, like, something that, like, I think, again, is ingrained in, in a lot of us to be looking for, this deep connection that we're wired for, yet it's still really hard to define and to explain and that's part of why like in dating like it's awkward and like you're like do we connect are we connecting what are we connecting on um and so i I know it can be a challenge to define but that's where what we're going to look at today i think will be really beneficial and helpful to consider um regardless of what you think about god regardless of what you think about jesus i think that there will be something here for you to consider and what we're going to look at is, um, is written by this man named Paul. And Paul, I say this pretty much every time I talk about him, what's interesting about him and the reason we take what he says seriously is that he went from hating Christians to being one. He went from arresting Christians and killing them to being one of the biggest champions of that. And, when, and that all started because he had this encounter with Jesus. And after he had this encounter with Jesus, he then spent several years like learning about Jesus, learning from the people who were around Jesus. And then he started planting or creating these Jesus communities. And then he would write letters to them, encouraging them, teaching them, and really making this faith, this following Jesus practical. Because here's what's important to know is that if you're a Jesus follower, which if you're not, that's totally fine. We're, we're glad that you're here. But if you're a Jesus follower, the thing is, love has been defined for us already. And that definition, Jesus said it himself. He said, you're supposed to love other people. That includes any relationship, especially a dating one. You're supposed to love other people as I have loved you. Now, that's cool to know, um, but it's not very practical. If I was like, go love like Jesus, you're like, Great, Nate. What does that mean exactly? Like, do I like, what are, what are the rules? And so Paul comes along and he goes, guys, I'm going to help make this practical and put this in some really practical terms. And so that's what we're going to look at. He defines love, and particularly he defines love as how Jesus loved us, but he puts some real practical handles on it. Again, if you, you know, not sure what you think about God, not sure what you think about Jesus, you can pick and choose these things. You can be like, that's interesting, Nate, but I'm not going to apply any of this, and that's totally fine. But for those of us who we want to follow Jesus, I think we should pay attention to this. 
Lastly, if you've ever been to a wedding, you've probably heard this. And so there's a chance that maybe you already know this and you skip ahead some, but I wanna, we're going to go through this slowly. So Paul writing this letter, trying to define love, trying to give some really good handles on it, like what is love? He starts off with this. Love is patient. Love is patient. Patience means we go at your pace, not my pace. That means love is not pushy, right? Love is not saying, hey, I, you know, pressuring somebody into doing something. That's not love. Love is patient. He continues, love is kind. Really, okay? Like, love being kindness. There's, you know, the thing to think about here is that, like, I sadly I see this sometimes and maybe some of you have experienced this that there are times that somebody a partner that we're dating they can uh they can be mean to everyone else but they're nice to us and it makes us feel special that's not love okay love is kind all right kind and and if somebody is being mean to everyone else but they're nice to you it's only a matter of time until that unkindness reaches you because love is kind Talking about love, it does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud. Love doesn't compare. Love, love isn't keeping a, a scoreboard. Love isn't saying, hey, I know you did something really cool, but let me one-up you and tell you how much better I am. Okay? Love it doesn't look at the other person like, man, I wish I had that, and I'm going to actually lower you so I feel better about myself. Love is humble, right? It, it is not proud it is humble it is the other person first continuing with this it does not dishonor others it is not self-seeking this one's a big one in our culture okay love doesn't make a liar out of someone because that's not honoring love doesn't put someone in the position where they need to compromise their values to stay in that relationship that's not love Okay? Love doesn't set somebody up that when they think back on your relationship, that they have to lie about it or be like, I actually don't want to talk about that. That isn't love. Love honors. And I know honor can be a uh, vague term, but here's the thing. You know how to do this. I can prove it pretty quickly because if you think about your favorite celebrity, okay, maybe an artist, maybe a movie star, YouTuber, gamer, what, you know, your favorite celebrity, okay, if they showed up at your house... What would you do? You'd be like, oh my gosh, come in, like, can I get you a drink? Like, I'm gonna cook dinner for you. Like, like, you know, you talk. Like, I don't want to talk, I want to hear from you. Like, that's so great, I'm so glad here. Have the most comfy seat, okay? You can get my recliner, okay? Like, I'll give you give you my seat. You know how to honor someone. Okay? That is what love does. Love does not dishonor. Self-seeking, another we don't really use that word. The word we use is selfish, right? That love is not selfish. It is the other person first. Continuing on, it, love, it is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. The emphasis here being on easily angered. All of us get angry at some point, but, but love doesn't easily get angered. Love doesn't have a quick temper that's just going to explode on you at any moment where you're walking on eggshells. Again, it's not keeping score. It's not saying, hey, you know, this is the fifth time this week you've messed up, right? That isn't loving. And then 
Paul wraps up with this like crescendo, just like where he's like just trying to mail it home and like just really hit us with this. He says, Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. I mean, think about that. Who would not want to be on the receiving end of that? The the relationship you're in, always hoping for the best persevering through hard times, rejoicing in the truth, right? Protecting, trusting. Like, that is an amazing relationship to be on the receiving end of. Now, where the rubber meets the road with this, though, is, of course, we would like to receive that. It's loving other people like that when we have to do the work that's a little bit more of a challenge. Because... This type of love, this type of love takes work and effort on the person giving it. Now, again, you may have your own definition of love, especially when it comes to dating, but I share this because if you want to date in a healthy way, one of the best places you can start is defining your values, okay? Because from that, you can have this almost like rubric or criteria. They're like, hey, you know, this is what I'm going to evaluate on. Now, we all do this, but usually what we do without thinking, pretty much the criteria I'm mostly here when it comes to dating is they're hot and they like me. So good enough, all right? And we call it a day, right? And we have this hope that because we're attracted to each other, Okay, that it's the right person and that it'll work out. Okay, when I say this, I don't want to push too much, but I'm going to push a little bit because this idea that you meet the right person and you just fall in love and you get the butterflies when they notice you and you're like, oh, that's so sweet and like you feel good. Okay, it's a great feeling, it, it really, really is. But this idea that you just meet the right person and everything works out, that's what happens in fairy tales. Okay, because in fairy tales, fairy tales is when, you know, somebody meets the other person, they lose their shoe, that person returns that shoe, and then it's a happily ever after. At no point do we have to work through the trauma of having abusive stepsisters and stepmother. Okay, we don't have to work through that. Or, you know, another one is... Your father gets kidnapped. You go and try to rescue your father. Now, you're the kidnapped one, but somehow through all that, you fall in love with that person, and then they're no longer a beast anymore, and we never have to work through the fact you kidnapped my father. We're just now in love, and it all worked out great. Okay? Yep, and, and it's a beautiful, beautiful story that is happily ever after. But you, do you know who's di- who Disney is targeting with those stories? children okay and my friends you're adults and you are smart enough to know that in the real world love doesn't work out like a fairy tale now if this seems like i'm pushing too hard here's the good news this is not a uncommon problem apparently this was happening even two thousand years ago because paul as he's wrapping up talking about love he wraps up with this he says when i was a child I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I thought about love, I thought about it like a child. But 
When I became a man, I put the ways of childhood behind me. I grew up, I faced reality that love takes work, that love takes effort on my part, that sometimes just because I'm attracted to someone is not a good barometer of if it's going to be a healthy relationship. And so where this, as we start to wrap up, where this intersects with you in your life is that, again, I know dating is a huge, important part of life. And I am not against dating. I think dating has a ton of potential, okay? But like anything that has a ton of potential, it has potential to be really, really good and healthy and help you grow and help you get to the places you ultimately want to be. Not what I'm saying you need to be, but where you want to be. Likewise, with anything with a lot of potential, it has the potential to have you end up in a place you don't actually want to be in a direction you don't want to go. And so with something that has this much potential, it is important to think through and to define and have a little better criteria than just they're hot and they like me. It is important to have some values that, that you are looking at because from that, you can work to be the type of person that loves in that direction. And you can look for the people that are loving other people and have the potential for loving you in that direction as well. And so on a very practical level, one of the first things, again, if you're a Christian, I would encourage you to consider Jesus' uh, definition, Paul's definition based off of Jesus on love. But if you're not, you can decide. Okay, But I would encourage you to, to really think about it. What are the values you're looking for? And are the people you're dating or considering dating, do they match those values? Because if not, you may end up in a wrong direction you don't want to be. Some of you, some of you have some growing to do in your life to be more like the type of person that we described. And my friends, if that's you, I just want to let you know that it is very challenging to grow to be more patient, to be more kind, to not be easily angered, to, to not be self-seeking. It is very difficult to work on that when you are constantly trying to be in a relationship. And for some of you, that means you might need to take an extended time, like a year off of dating, and be like, I'm going to work on myself the next year. I know a year seems like forever, and like, what if somebody comes along? But it would benefit you more in the long run to focus on growing growing to become the type of person that you want to be. Lastly, some of you may be in a relationship and you know you shouldn't be in it anymore. And it's tough because you, you really want to be connected. But, but with something with this much potential, it is worth considering, am I really in the relationship that I want to be? As I, as I close this, I know this can be a heavy topic and be a thing, but it is the thing that has so much potential in either direction. And my dream for us talking about it, and my dream with sharing this definition with you guys, is that imagine if we were the community that worked together to be that type of person that we described. Imagine if we were the community that when we see somebody not living in those values that they want, we're like, hey friend, like with a lot of love and grace, hey, like you're not moving in the direction you want to do. Or when we see somebody in a relationship 
that is not being loved or cared in the way that they deserve, the way that each and every one of you deserves to be in. We say, hey, your partner, they're not really treating you with the love and respect. And I know that's a tough conversation, but imagine the healing and the growth that happened if we got that right. And I know it's messy, and I know it's tricky, and I know there's a lot of emotions. I, I get it. But with something that has this much potential in our life, it's worth us spending time thinking about. I'll, uh, I'll close with this. Every time I share this, I know what someone, at least one person, maybe all of you are thinking. Nate, you're old, okay? This is old school, okay? Nobody dates like this, okay? All right? Nobody actually does this, Nate. Like, come on. Like, this, you've been out of the game for a while, okay? You don't know how dating works. And that's fair, okay? I get, I, I can understand that pushback if that's in your mind. But here's what I would encourage you to consider, okay? If you, from personal experience or the experience of others, look and evaluate at what happens the way most people date, and you're like, I don't like what's happened in my life usually. When, like, dating just hasn't gone well. Or if you look at other people's lives, and like, it doesn't seem dating goes well. Well, my friends, if you want different results, you got to do something different. And so if you want to have better, healthier relationships than your friends, than your peers, you need to date in a different way. If you date the way that everybody else does, <laughs> continues this cycle, right, then that is what you can expect. But if you put the work in to become the type of person that loves, that you love in a healthy way, and you make sure to evaluate that the people you're going to date are also loving in a healthy way, you will be in healthier relationships. And who knows where that relationship will go, who knows where life will take you, but both of you will be in healthier places and grow because of that, rather than moving in directions you don't want to be in. What I want to close with is two very quick things. At first, I know that dating can be the source of a lot, like we talked about last week, a lot of regrets um, in life. And if that is you, I want you to know that like, my hope is that you don't feel guilt or shame in talking about this, but that, that we start making and encouraging each other to make different and better decisions. Um, and because, as I shared last week, just because like you may have made mistakes in your past and stuff, that doesn't define where you're at now or your future. Um, and I per and I believe that, and one of the reasons I believe that wholeheartedly is because we see that Jesus, through our Heavenly Father, has forgiven us. And so if God has forgiven you, you may spend the rest of your life struggling to forgive yourself, but God has already forgiven you. And so I hope that if that is you or if that's somebody you know, that you can walk in confidence in that, in, 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 not just in dating, but especially in dating. The last thing I want to say, one of the reasons I'm so uh, passionate about this and one of the reasons that we're starting off the year with this is that I really, really hope that you have amazing relationships. I, I really, really do because it is one, it can be one of the biggest sources of joy, but it can also be one of the biggest sources of pain and hurt. And so I want you to, to put the grown-up adult work in to making sure that you are seeking healthy relationships because I know the feelings of butterflies and be like that can drive a lot of our decision making 
but then end up in places we don't want to be. But again, thank you for, for putting the work in, being in here and talking about this. I'm very, very thankful for each and every one of you. I just want to Thank you so much for checking out a TLR Rewind. Again, we hope that this inspires you to have these conversations. Some of the questions you heard us share, we hope that you would ask friends this, you know, or at least ask yourself this. We also hope that you would check out a uh, TLR event if you are in Rhode Island. They happen on Thursday nights at 7 and during the school year. Make sure to check our Instagram uh, for all that information and all of this information, all the questions we asked will be in our show notes so make sure to check that out but again we hope this inspires you to continue the conversations with yourself with your friends with your family thank you so much for being part of the living room family stay awesome my friends